The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by the Valentine Museum. Its Richmond History Makers event honors the individuals, organizations, objects, and even moments that have shaped Richmond's history over the past 125 years. Thursday, April 11th, part of a week-long celebration at the Valentine. Tickets can be purchased at richmondhistorymakers.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast. The recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Richmond residents will see an increase in utility bills now that the city has passed its yearly budget. An average bill will cost about $9 more, with wastewater and gas accounting for most of that increase. Mayor LeVar Stoney said that the higher prices will cover infrastructure improvements and maintenance. Those costs have increased because of inflation. In an interview with VPM News, the mayor defended the rate increase, which he said would also cover employee raises. This is to us the cost of doing business. I know folks don't want to pay more. Hell, I don't want to pay more. But if you want a top class, top tier service, you have to pay for it. An 8% raise for Department of Public Utilities and city employees was also included in the budget. Stoney hopes that will help with retention. VCU's new arts building will cost $72 million more than previously expected. A university memo says the Arts and Innovation Building being planned for the southeast corner of West Broad and North Belvedere Streets will now cost $253 million. That's up from $181 million, the price originally announced in 2019, according to Richmond BizSense. Several factors account for the price increase, including inflation, supply chain issues, and an expansion of the building's footprint. The school's Board of Visitors will meet Friday to vote on the updated plan. Virginia Senators Tim Kaine and Mark Warner are reintroducing legislation that could help upgrade aging school buildings. The School Infrastructure Modernization Act would allow school districts to tap into a current federal tax credit geared toward historic rehabilitation. The senators say current law doesn't allow schools to use the tax credit, Rehabbed buildings are required to be used for a new purpose after renovations, according to a press release. Their legislation would waive that requirement. Kane first introduced the bill back in 2021. The Hanover County School Board voted 6-1 to one to name a new building Ashland Elementary as the division looks to consolidate Henry Clay and John M. Gandy schools. VPM News reporter Lyndon German has more. John M. Gandy Elementary was one of the only schools black students could attend before integration in 1969. On Tuesday, the school board heard from county residents about naming preferences for a new school planned in the Ashland District on the site of the current Gandy School. In 2018, the school board agreed to retain the Gandy name for a new school being built. Peggy Lavender was among the residents who spoke at the recent meeting. Keep the Gandy name. You have the chance to do the right thing and keep your promises. School board member George Sutton said naming the school building after the town of Ashland was the path of least resistance. You know, Mr. Chairman, uh, we're faced again uh, as a board, with, as we are many times, with voting on something where we can't please everyone. The board also rejected a recommendation to name the school Berkeley Town after a nearby historic black neighborhood. Ashland Elementary is expected to open for the 2024 school year. Lyndon German, VPM News. U.S. Marshals have removed people incarcerated for violating federal law or those awaiting trial on federal charges from Piedmont Regional Jail. 
The decision was made after two men escaped from the Farmville jail on the same day in late April, according to WTVR. Removing those individuals could cost the jail $2.7 million a year. Jail officials have since floated a 20% budget cut, but said they would be meeting with marshals to discuss their future relationship. Governor Glenn Youngkin signed an executive order directing state agencies to take 10 steps intended to bolster the fight against the fentanyl crisis. The order includes setting up a plan to use wastewater surveillance to keep tabs on use of the drug, according to the Associated Press. Youngkin signed the order during a National Fentanyl Awareness Day event at a Fredericksburg-area high school. His order also calls on state public safety officials and state police to develop a strategic plan for law enforcement in parts of the state dealing with high numbers of overdose deaths. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org slash news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM.